And last week, I admitted that in my entire life, I've never been camping, <laughs> which was hard for a lot of people to understand how I've gotten to this age, and I've never even tried it. But it's not in my wheelhouse. It Camping intimidates me. I'm not an outdoorsy person. It's not my thing. <laughs> and I just think about all the different scenarios. So camping intimidates me. Something else that intimidates me sometimes is the Bible. I don't know if I'm alone there. I don't think I am. But think about it. These Bibles are God's holy word. It has a whole lot of information, a lot of stories, a whole lot of names, and sometimes it's a whole lot of different people with the same name. And sometimes we don't know how to necessarily approach it. The Bible can be intimidating. And sometimes what can be intimidating are the people in the Bible. How they live these lives. And I know I, I can sometimes get caught thinking, I don't know if I could ever do that. So this month and next month, we're working off Hebrews 11. The names mentioned in this Hall of Fame, Hall of Faith passage. And the first two names are Abel and Enoch. And they are two names that we may or may not be familiar with because there's not a whole lot about them in Scripture. But they start off this list in, the, in Hebrews 11. And these are two men, I was telling Al earlier today, two men defined by their goodness. We find them in Genesis 4 and Genesis 5. And it's really... It's almost intimidating, these two men's lives. And, and how they are lifted up in Scripture for their faith. In, in Genesis 4, verses 3 through 10, we hear this about Abel. In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. And Abel, for his part, brought of the firstlings of his flock their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his, and his offering. But for Cain and his offering, he had no regard. So Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. The Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is lurking at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must master it. Cain said to his brother Abel, let us go out to the field. And when they were in the field, Cain rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And the Lord said, what have you done? Listen. Your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. So Abel. Abel and his brother Cain, the first two sons of Adam and Eve. And Abel brings forth this offering. He and his brother both bring forth an offering before God. But while Cain does his duty, Abel brings forth his best. 
God regards his offering. So we have Abel, and then Enoch, in Genesis 5, verses 21 through 24, says when Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. Enoch walked with God after the birth of Methuselah 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch, Enoch walked with God. Then he was no more because God took him. Enoch, this name that we don't have much on, but this man who Scripture says walked so steadily with God that he did not experience death. Abel and Enoch. The first two names that we'll encounter, and and all last week I kept trying to think of what can we learn from these two men defined by their goodness with a seemingly perfect record. It's a little intimidating because I kept thinking, I can't be Abel or Enoch. But then the more that I, I sat with Abel and Enoch, the more that I kept trying to figure out what can we learn from these two men defined by their goodness, the more I realized I was falling into a trap that we can sometimes make. The comparison trap. Where we look at lives of people in Scripture or lives like Mother Teresa, or people we know, fellow believers, and we can sometimes think, I don't, I don't know if I could actually do that. Or I wish that I was more faithful like this person. And we start comparing our faithfulness and our faith with someone else. It's sometimes easy to do. as I sat with it, I realized when I was in that trap, God doesn't expect us to be Abel or Enoch or Mother Teresa or anyone else. All these lives of those who've gone before us, they're not meant for us to copy their lives or their faith. They're meant to point us to God. Faith Faith doesn't call us to be a copy. No, because God created each of us beautiful and different, unique. And the more that I thought about that, the more that I thought about the, the truth that God created us in our faith. Well, I'm not going to eat this. Hey. Thank you. The more that I kept thinking about how God doesn't, didn't create us to be a copy, the more I kept thinking about what faith is. Faith is, to me, like a s'more. And a whole lot of people ask me, what I was thinking when I put that on social media. But faith is actually simple like a s'more. Think about it. A s'more is just a marshmallow, chocolate, and graham cracker. And this lighter is not going to work. And a s'more is simple. The marshmallows, each of us 
We'll do it a little differently. Some of us may not burn it at all. Some of us may want to burn it to a crisp. If all of us in here were to make a s'more right now, we'd all probably make it a little different. Some might bring strawberry marshmallows. Some might bring caramel or Reese's to put on top or a peppermint patty. All of ours would be a little different, but they'd still be simple, still be just a s'more. And faith is simple. Sometimes, sometimes faith can, can feel overwhelming and intimidating. But faith is really just simple. Let's look at Abel and Enoch again. Cain did his duty. Cain did what he was supposed to. Abel did what he was supposed to, but he did it to honor God. He brought his best. And I'm not going to go into the original Hebrew and all that, but it, it really was more that Abel... Abel's sacrifice was an act of faith, an act of seeking to honor God. Enoch, Enoch just walked steadily with God. Neither of these men who at first glance, when, when I kept looking at them, seemed just perfect and defined by their goodness, neither of them did anything exceptional. Instead, their faith was simple. It was simply, how may I honor God? Abel chose to honor God with his best offering. Enoch chose to honor God by steadily walking with God. Each of us, every day, we are called simply to think about who we are, what we have, the gifts that are in us, where we are, and how we may honor God with who we are. And our faithfulness will look different. Just like all our s'mores would look different. Because we're not meant to be a copy of someone else's faith or try to be someone else. Simply for each of us, it, it's looking each day where we are with who we're surrounded by, with who God has placed on our heart, and thinking, how may I honor God? It's not about grand acts. It's about small acts of faithfulness. Faith is actually quite simple. It's just the question each day, how may I honor God with who I am, with where I am, with what I have? So may Abel and Enoch encourage us, not because we can't find anything negative about them in Scripture, like we'll see with some of the others in Hebrews 11, but because of the simplicity of their faith that God honored May we be encouraged by that. Let us pray. God, sometimes we can feel 
the pressure to, to do something big. Sometimes we can feel inadequate in our own faith. But Lord, when we feel stuck, when we feel uncertain, when we feel not enough, may you just remind us that all you call us to do and to be is your child. You create each of us beautiful and unique. And you place within each of us the desire to honor you. Help us live for that desire. And to know that, that simply seeking to honor you is all that is required each day, each step. 